The presenting sponsor for On Education is Schoology. Every day, millions of students, parents, faculty, and administrators from more than 1,600 school districts leverage Schoology to advance what is possible in education. The team at Schoology is passionate about making its users successful, and they know sometimes you might need a little help to achieve your desired outcomes. To help districts find their way to success, Schoology has created Schoology Compass, a set of self-service resources and tools to support school and district leaders in their journey to success. Compass is made up of five district success routes. Each one is designed to advance what is possible at your district. To learn more about Schoology Compass, simply visit Schoology.com. I shouldn't have said stay tuned there. That. <laughs> Welcome to On Education. I'm Mike Washburn. And I'm Glenn Irvin. Friends, we have an awesome pod for you today. We're going to talk about NASA's latest mission to Mars, about how absolutely awesome the Apple Pencil is, and about not one, but two conferences, Ties 2018 coming up and Schoology next this summer. Do you do you follow space stuff? Uh, I followed this specific thing because it was a, obviously a national headline, probably international yeah. headline, I guess it would be. Yeah. Yes. Do you follow like SpaceX launches and stuff like that? No, not really. I mean, no. you know, kind of. I'm a giant space nerd. I love space stuff. I love like like the Falcon Heavy launch was one of the coolest things. Like it was up there with some of the coolest stuff that I've ever seen on like live TV or live stream. Yeah. Like with that guy jumping out of the. Have we talked about this? The guy jumping out of the the balloon in space no. and stuff like that. I just <laughs> love. I, you remember what I'm talking about, though, right? The yes, I got gotcha. the Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. But this is so. This insight thing is there. It's another rover. Uh, so it's it's funny how people are talking. I love the Twitter memes about like how people like ignore climate science and stuff like that, and these you know scientists. They're landing a device on a dime on another planet, basically. Yes. But let's let's ignore them about, you know, climate change. <laughs> that kind of that kind of stuff is funny. But yeah, so this is a really cool mission. They're gonna they're gonna like dig into the ground and uh there's a seismometer seismometer, seismometer, something like that, on it to uh to track like tremors and, and plate tectonics and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. So they just published their first. They got their first pictures, uh, one with like the lens filter still on it. So you can see all like the dust and whatnot. Uh, and the uh, and then when the, the filter was taken off and they could see like it's on the ground and stuff like that. Landing these things is really hard. eh? like I imagine <laughs> super complex. Well, because, well, because Mars doesn't have an atmosphere well it has an atmosphere but it's nowhere close like the gravity isn't anywhere close to like earth's gravity so you can't just use a parachute to to slow yourself down uh you have to you have to use some sort of like reverse propulsion to 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 do like a burn landing sort of sort of thing almost like the um the uh the the falcon 9 rockets when they when they land right you see them like you know burning to slow down they have to do that with this too. So I mean, it's pretty intense, and but it has enough of an atmosphere that it still needs a heat shield. So got a combination of those things. Oh yeah. Oh, it's 
pretty complex stuff. It's a, it's amazing. It, it's amazing the things we can do. I, I know there's lots of crap and terrible things going on in the world, but man, oh man, we live in a wild, unbelievable, pretty amazing time. It's, it is like for humanity, it is our lifetime, our, yours and I's lifespan is like such a weird time because I think our kids are going to grow up in a, like a completely different existence and world. But we're living in like, we lived in like the middle of that where pre Google, pre Facebook, yep. kind of connected to social media, yeah. right? Pre, you know, the dawning <laughs> of the dawn of video games, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's really wild to think, you know, when we're retired and I don't know what you're going to do, I'm going to golf, but you know, when, <laughs> When we're when we're re- <laughs> when we're retired and we're sitting around, you know, in our fifties and sixties and seventies or whatever, and you know, there's going to be people walking around on Mars and doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. It's going to be such a weird, different life than the life we lived. I was trying to explain to our my students, you know, before I left about the li- I don't know if you had this in in your library especially in my high school library they had all the cue cards with where the books were sure yeah. in the like a few catalog. filing the card catalog yeah. that that's something that you never like you hardly see anymore oh, because yeah, it's all digitized yeah. right <laughs> that, and the kids were like what is this nonsense why would you have them all on cards <laughs> anyway, just, just a hilarious example of how different the world is from when we were growing up. Did you up. ever do research, Mike, uh, where you had to use the microfiche machine? You know what that is? And then, right. And an encyclopedia. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have to look up old news articles and you looked at them <laughs> under this weird right. slide thing that you had to collect the little slide. Like thing. a project. Yeah. The projector. projector kind of weird thing. Yeah. And you put your head into it. Yeah. That's, that's some insane tech there. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> now it's like you literally can like the 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 repository of all human knowledge is on google um a lot of it is yes yeah pretty interesting stuff speaking of in- i i mean this isn't interesting but w- you saw this article and and i actually went looking for it today i knew you tweeted about it yeah and i'll tell you i've been saying this for years about the, talking about the apple pencil apple pencil and i <laughs> the hype is real people the hype is real yes i I I hate the idea that I'm so like nuts over something that is so damn expensive for what you think it is. Yeah. Right? Especially compared to like the other st- I think what gives it a, a bad rap in terms of its price is that there are so many cheap terrible styluses that you just get in swag bags at conferences. Yeah. And are sitting in giant bowls on tables at conferences in in booths and stuff like that, labeled and branded and all of this nonsense, right? The Apple Pencil and the Surface and and I'll, I, I'm happy to put like the Surface um, Pen, uh, the Microsoft equivalent, and the um, the Samsung. I think it's called the S Pen. Okay, uh, I'm happy to at least moderately put those in the same bucket i've never used those i've only used i've only used the s pen now the apple pencil is is absolutely better than those other two yeah um but they're all kind of kind of close to equal uh but man oh man 
this this article we'll post it in the show notes is about how teachers are using the Apple Pencil and it's changing the way they use iPads mm-hmm. because of the things that they can do with it that they weren't able to do before. Uh, the best example was their ability to walk around the classroom and, and take really good notes. I mean, you could take notes before, but you know it, they might not be legible. You know, styluses were terrible. And, and, but now you can like write some really solid notes while holding your iPad in one hand. And it, especially if you have like a mini, oh, I guess you can't use the Apple pencil with a mini, but you know, hold your iPad oh, and, and write notes like a, like a tablet you would like you would use. And now you're able to, to do some really interesting things, draw diagrams, draw diagrams and tons of cool stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I want to give a shout out to Dave Eisenman and he is in Minnetonka public schools up here in uh, Minnesota. And mm-hmm. he, that's who wrote this article. And Minnetonka mm-hmm. is kind of, uh, has been a tech leader, not just in Minnesota, but in the United States, as far as uh, the, oh, okay. the, the use of iPads uh, were one of the first schools and basically opens up their school every single year uh, to any anybody on the outside world, including parents, but especially other educators from other schools. And they have mm. you do basically, instead of doing a conference, you know, they, okay. they have their school open and you can go into specific types of classrooms. So you can kind of say, okay, I'm a world language teacher. How are they adapting or using iPads in this setting? And so you get to see the integration live and in person and then ask that oh, teacher really cool. and ask the students kind of like, what, you know, follow-up questions and really be able to see it, you know, some real action research. Um, so yeah, when I saw this article and I was like, okay, Mike is going to love this number one because Apple pencils, <laughs> yeah. but number two has some really good data here, right? I mean, there's a, some really good, uh, I mean, positive data that says that supports, um, uh, kind of a student centered classroom too. a teacher kind of getting away from the front of the room and sharing that space with the students. I, th- I thought that they had some great statistics here um, as far as, you know, the, what the, how the teachers felt about just how that changed their teaching. Well, and we just had a conversation a week or two ago about apps that teachers aren't using at all. Yeah. Right. And we have schools paying tens to even potentially, I suppose, hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. for access to these apps especially from these textbook companies and whatnot and you have a hundred dollar device that is being used 92 percent of all teachers use that that were surveyed in this use it weekly yes 71 percent are using their apple pencil every single day that's awesome huh i feel like that's pretty convincing i mean that that's a good that's value. Nice. You're you're getting you're getting your money out of it. People people are using these things, and and it's not a waste of money. And because and it it is because it is so good, and and it the hype is real. Like it it is a really good solid device. I I loved how they were talking, but like because I used it for notability. Yes, when I when I used it a lot. It was to to write anecdotal notes. I'd walk around the room with my iPad. I'd take a picture of something on someone's screen or whatever, and then I'd write a little note underneath it. Um, and, and I find that that's where this kind of thing in the classroom 
is really shining. And I think that that's probably where a lot of teachers are using it is to, to, like you said, be in the middle of the room instead of the front and be walking around your classroom, watching your students, helping them, talking to them, engaging with them in what they're doing and writing down things so that you're an active participant in their, like in the evaluation and not just someone who receives a tester or an assignment at the end of a term or unit and, uh, you know, marks it and then you're, you're on the way. Yes. Um, you know, being able to write anecdotal notes and being able to write them well and legible. And this is useful. Like my wife uses anecdotal notes a lot. Yes. Like, like this, is, this is her, right. It's her thing. And, and I actually got like a lot of my ideas and habits about doing that from her. And, uh, and she showed me, you know, how she uses notability. Um, and I think that, you know, being able to to do that with this and then being able to share that with the parents, which yes. is what I thought was really cool. So you do a parent teacher meeting and you, you pull up their file in Notability and you say, look at all this. I have all these notes and we can go over these notes. This is a, you know, a daily representation or a weekly representation of what your child is doing in my room. And, and they can read them too, because you can write better. And to be honest, I, I think that makes a difference. I think that that's important. Right. Oh, big time. Big time. Yep. And then I I had right. two things that I thought were great about this article. And again, we're going to be sharing it. But one part, they actually tested out that Logitech crayon. And it's thirty dollars okay. cheaper. And and it, yes. and they said because it wasn't pressure sensitive, and we, you know, we've talked about that. When you when you hold this pencil in your hand and you actually start yep. writing with it, you yep. will know what we're talking about. Yeah. But because it didn't have that pressure sensitivity, they said, that's not even worth it. We'll just pay the extra $30. So that's how much of a difference that made. I was like, oh, that's that's an important thing to note. So if you're going to get go with the Logitech Crayon, understand that it doesn't have that pressure sensitivity. And then the other part that I was thinking about is I've had lots of positive feedback from teachers who are able to grade on an iPad, for example, in Schoology, and then be able to use like just even a stylus. But imagine with this pencil, Mike. It's so accurate and so easy to be able to use and so subtle, like subtle notes and whatever it might be, to be able to give yeah. that feedback to students. And it feels kind of like the merging of old tech, you know, basically a paper pencil. But now you have the ability to – there's something that's amazing about writing instead of typing too. So there is that still that connection to being able to just do that writing and drawing and, and, and doing totally. those kinds of things. And if you're a if you're a if you have lovely handwriting, which a lot of teachers do, I don't. But uh, I mean, I know that there are <laughs> teachers that that write really, really nice. My wife, for example, again, um, you know, this is this is great because now you can really write the way that you write instead of it looking like garbage on your iPad and and stuff like that. So yes, super cool. Very, we'll very share cool. this. We'll share this um, blog post because it's what we've been we've talked about this before and you know you were right it is it's a legit it's a legit thing i feel i feel vindicated a little so so uh our friends at schoology announced uh schoology next uh 2019 this week which is uh pretty exciting yes and it's gonna happen in florida i think it happened in florida two years ago is that right yeah i didn't go to that one me neither I think it happened in Miami, but this is in Boca Raton, which is just north of Miami. Might as well be in Miami. Yeah, that's it's super right. awesome. I I heard that the site is amazing. They haven't announced this specific site, but I heard it's amazing. Uh, and I mean, who doesn't want to go to Florida? 
like us. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm pretty excited. It's so this is, yeah, Boca is in the Fort Lauderdale area, which I think is just north of Miami. I don't, I've never been to Florida, so I don't know it super well. Obviously we're going January. to Orlando in yes. January. Um, and uh, so school G next Boca Raton in uh in what july july it was ninth ninth it was early in july yeah instead of kind so of, just literally like a week after isti yep and then right around Ugh. a little bit after the fourth of july <laughs> i know it's gonna be back to back <laughs> we're gonna be busy it's gonna boy, be awesome boy i'm gonna be exhausted <laughs> so <laughs> so that's exciting uh it'll be nice to to be somewhere uh, nice and nice and hot and uh and and obviously really excited, you know, if, if you're not a member of, of the Schoology community in any way, if you've never used it, you know, I know that they're our sponsor, but Glenn and I have actually are Schoology users. Yes. And, and, and you should really check it out, like give it a shot. Yeah, totally. And, and engage yourself in that community because it's not just a really good learning management system, but the teachers using it actively and that are engaged in like PLNs on especially on Twitter are some of the coolest people yes. that I know. Yeah, they're the seriously. Yeah, they're and they're willing to help share, work together collaboratively and the community yeah. itself, I mean even if you're just yeah. a free user, you can get so much out of it just because the community yeah. is so active. That's what that's yeah. I think what separates it from a lot of other, you know, learning management systems. And because that community is so awesome, that makes the conference conference really awesome. Yes. Like we had a, last year was a blast, an absolute riot. The entire time was so much fun. We learned a lot, but like it was a, it was just a hoot. Like we had such a great time. So, um, uh, we're looking forward to, to this, this coming up and uh and we'll hopefully be doing it would be really cool to do like a legit live show in a room kind of thing with a live audience and, and stuff like that we'll we'll have to talk to those guys that would again be awesome. yes we get should that do that for sure. especially considering we're going to be coming off of doing i think we're doing that exact same thing at isti yes we are um so or at least we're working on it so um we'll we'll have been in that mode and and uh have it practiced at least we're a little to bit do it again <laughs> right so when we come back we're going to talk about another conference uh we're going to talk about ties 2018 so stay tuned on education is brought to you by classcraft classcraft is an amazing teaching resource created by teachers classcraft is dedicated to making school relevant and engaging to all of our students Classcraft is proud to announce their Questathon quests created with shared storylines and custom illustrations to bring any subject to life. Every time a teacher downloads one of the free quests, Classcraft will add $1 to the Teachers Are Professionals fund, which will be used to fund teacher requests to PledgeSense.com. To learn more about Classcraft, simply go to Classcraft.com. All right, welcome back to the pod. Ties 2018 is happening in a couple weeks, and that's what we're going to talk about now. Uh, December 8th to yes, 11th. it's coming right up. Glenn? Yeah, in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yes. It's only I, 70 like miles like for that. me, so I'm I'm pumped. We're going to... How about that? Eh? You barely even have to travel. Are you going to go home? Are you going home no, every night? I have to. Remember, I'm running the podcast. So, <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> giving us a preview here. <laughs> no, thing. No, but I, I wouldn't anyway. I usually 
we have uh, events that happen throughout every, just yeah. like at ISTE. So it's very similar to, to so, that. yeah, go ahead. So talk about ties. Like, so what is it? Where is it? Who's, who's speaking the big, the big keynotes, whatever. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. So traditionally it's a uh, conference that is basically, I refer to it as kind of the biggest conference in our area. So I would say like the Minnesota, Wisconsin, the Dakotas, Iowa area. Um, and right. it has actually been happening or going on for I believe more than 25 years. I'm not exactly sure on the, the number and I should know it because I just answered a trivia question about it the other day, but it's mm-hmm. so it's, it's uh, they're the leaders in basically ed tech and the people that uh, ties is able to bring in the speakers are just what a phenomenal group of people. So it starts off mm-hmm. with a pre-conference, just like, uh, uh, you know, any kind of bigger conferences. Most. Um, and yep. on Saturday, there's a keynote with Pernell Rip. Uh, she's a super dynamic speaker. She actually spoke as a keynote speaker last year with us. And then she does this kind of luncheon thing. So she does kind of a luncheon uh, keynote speech. And then you can go <laughs> and, ha- and have one-on-one conversations with her, buy her book, uh, just a, an amazing thing. She's a super awesome speaker. Then on Sunday, again, this is before the conference even starts, this is the pre-conference, we have another keynote speaker, and it's Jennifer Casa Todd, and again, another huge name as far as an education. Um, and she's actually in your area, Mike. She's in she's, she's Ontario. I was going to say, she's yeah, Canadian. Yeah, she's Cana- Canadian, yeah. And she has all kinds of amazing uh Know, certifications and just a great ad tech leader. Um, and that's just the pre-conference. So just leading up to the start of the conference, which starts on a Monday, uh, we have some great right. speakers. Very yeah. cool. And so, so you're, you are attending, uh, with a, some, I assume with a group, you're bringing like a group yes. of people. Yep. From our school, school, yeah, school districts uh, usually bring, and we try to bring our te- make sure we bring some teachers um, that are interested or just that uh, you know want to experience this kind of conference or go to specific things to get inspired because that's really what happens. I think you go to some sessions. Yeah, like I'm going to throw out a name right now that's been on the pod. Sarah Thomas is actually going to be at the conference and. Sarah is running a session, for example, on gamification. And that's just one of the many sessions that she's running. What an awesome opportunity. You know, we talked about how... Sarah, Sarah listens yeah. to the pod too. Yeah, hi, hey, Sarah. Sarah. Um, but you know, like at, at <laughs> ISTE, I'm sorry, where it becomes so overwhelming just to even attend the session. You know what I mean, Mike? Where they get filled up super quick and yeah. a name like Sarah Thomas, you're like, oh, I couldn't even get into the thing. At Ties, that's the reason uh-huh. why I love Ties is that there's some big sessions, but you can get in. You know what I mean? There's no like closing yeah, you out of yeah. a session. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Yes, people will literally <laughs> close the doors on you. And you're, you're if you're outside right. too bad. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, I love that part of it that you can go and see basically who I consider to be kind of the digital leaders. Uh, we had George Kuros here a few years ago and I actually sat down with him and one, one, another person I'm going to give it a shout out to, Angie Kaltoff, and we just had a conversation about Game of Thrones and education in general. And I mean, that that stuff doesn't feel like it happens very easily, you know, at a place like ISTE. But at this place, right. it's all relaxed yeah. and, and the participants and the speakers are are in the same spaces. So it's super cool. Love it. 
Nice. What other sessions are you into? What are what are you what are you planning on going to, or what do you, what's your jam? So I want to make sure that I uh, give a shout out to Angie Kaltoff, who I just mentioned here, uh, who is one of our featured speakers, and she's here in Minnesota, and she does a lot of work with Code.org, um, and she has four different sessions uh, that she's going to be running. Uh, and they have everything to do from computer science to pre-K uh, for pre-K through two students, Th- things that would be in your jam. You know, you things computer science is changing everything, yeah. uh, tech in your world. I mean, this is like, this is your wheelhouse right here. And one of the ones that I thought would be uh, an amazing session to attend is called Connecting Students in an Online World. And it talks about using things like Flipgrid, uh, Seesaw and some other tools to be able to connect these students and have a digital pre- positive digital presence in within the world. Uh, so super awesome stuff. Uh, happy to give her a shout out too. Um, yeah. So uh, our keynote speakers for the main sessions too are big uh, time leaders. Again, Jamie Kossop, uh is a works for Google and he is a, a, a speaker in all kinds of different educational settings. And on Tuesday we have Kimberly Bryant uh, and she is the director of black girls code. And I mean, this is like mm. some amazing people that we get to uh, have an opportunity to, to be able to attend. And it, you know, it's, it's a large conference for our area, but mm-hmm. it's not at all overwhelming. You know how that feels, you know, even when we go to FETC, yeah there's some big numbers there. So it, it feels a little bit kind of like, Oh goodness, this is a lot of people, you know? Uh, but this doesn't feel like yeah. that. It feels very kind of like down to earth and you can really relate to things. So yeah, I'm excited about going and I'm excited. Like, like next. Yeah, and excited. yeah exactly. It's like next. That's very similar feeling to that. Yeah. And I'm excited about going. And then also, of course, we're going to be there with the pod. That's exciting. Yeah. I wish I could come. I, I looked at the prices for hotels and it was just, <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. too much but and we we just don't have the budget for it if we're trying to get to florida and and philadelphia and boca raton so i mean we're trying to do three conferences yes. this year or next year i guess uh it is not in the cards but you're gonna be there and you're you're gonna rep the rep the pod hard i guess they're you're doing tell, tell us what we're doing so we are on uh, we want to make sure number one i'm going to be speaking to any of the keynote speakers i, I i'm going to make sure that i get uh, an opportunity to have some conversations with them and do some like little interviews like mini interviews three to five minutes you know um ask them about yeah, yeah. you know kind of what their take on edu- ed tech is and and their specific sessions that they're they were presenting on or that they did present on or whatever um and then mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I open up the mic to all these other amazing people uh, that will be attending. So if you're going to be there, you're a Minnesota person, and you want to go ahead and be on the pod and talk about a specific topic, I'm going to be there recording, and we're going to go ahead and and, uh, do some special shows just for the Ties Conference. So I'm really excited about that. It'd be cool to do like a mashup. If you have like... 10 or 15 of these little five minute yes. interviews, we can sh- just string them yeah. all together. You could do like a, an intro, you know, talk about each one of them, but then just play it and play them all in a row. I, I love conference conferences are great. I love the energy of conferences being around awesome people that are doing awesome yes. things is so I, I tell everyone you should go to ISTE once, just at least go once. It's crazy. But the energy is is obvious. There are a lot of people there. It's it's a little overwhelming, but you can feel 
the energy of people wanting to learn and learn from each other and share with each other and stuff like that. And that's the same with next. And, and I'm sure it'll be the same with FETC. And it sounds like ties is going to be uh, really, really cool. Absolutely. So uh, pretty, pretty exciting. So ties is December 8th to 11th. Uh, I think you can still probably still get tickets for yes, it. Absolutely. So, so search up ties 2018 and uh, and definitely go hunt Glenn down. Yes, and uh, and say hi to Glenn and get it. Please get an on education sticker because I'm not buying new ones until we sell all until we get rid of Let's all the old sticker. ones. And I have a new yes. design. I yeah, I have a new design. I'm really jacked Ooh, up about. So I see that. Let, let's get rid of. Yeah, get rid of the old ones so that we can give you the new ones uh, at FETC and and so on. Uh, so. Ties December 8th to 11th, uh, 2018. Yes. Thanks for listening to On Education. My name is Mike Washburn and my co host is Glenn Irvin. Do you want to get in touch with us? Check out our website at oneducationpodcast.com. You can tweet us at oneducationpod. Glenn is at Irv Spanish on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Mr. Washburn. Our engineers are Jake and Justin at Podcast Production Team. Check out their website at podcastproductionteam.com. You can find us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash oneducationpod. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, we'd be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Store. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost, and this helps others discover the show. We want to thank our presenting sponsor, Schoology, for supporting us. Check out Schoology.com to learn how they can help you advance what's possible. Thanks, as always, for listening. Stay awesome. See you soon.